Hello everyone, welcome to the seventh episode of ESI Digest, breaking down the weekly news in esports business and explaining why things matter. I'm your host Adam Fitch and instead of getting straight into it this time, I just want to address you all um, just very quickly and say thank you very much to everybody who nominated us for an esports award. So Esports Insider is one of eight finalists, I believe, for esports coverage website of the year at the esports awards. And also, on a personal note, thank you. I'm one of eight journalists to be nominated for Journalist of the Year as well. So that's great. Obviously, done my work exclusively at Esports Insider. So double the support there. Very appreciative on both counts. The job is not done, though. If you'd love to see us win Esports Coverage Website of the Year like we would, then, of course, you can go to esportsawards.com right now and you can vote for us alongside Esports Observer, ESPN, Inven Global and such. Like Some stiff competition. We all have our have our strengths and such, but if, if you do feel that we provide a lot of value to you in the industry, then of course we would appreciate your support, your further nomination, further vote, and, and that's all we will do on that front. I'm not going to beg it every week. I just wanted to thank you all so much for the support. Um, I'm not the most emotional guy, but like I was really excited last night. At the time of recording this, it was unveiled last night. And um, to see ESI Esports Insider get the the kind of recognition we feel it deserves, especially after a, a, a year of really hard work um, and, and a lot of improvement, I would suggest as well, it, it's really gratifying. And uh, if anything, we're hungry to keep growing. So that recognition is just proof that we're on the right track and we hope we can continue to provide value to you and hopefully make your lives and jobs easier going forward. So now we'll get into... ESI Digest, of course, that's why you're here. Break down uh, the weekly news. And of course, it's, um, as is kind of typical at this point, it's been a busy week. So we'll get straight into this now. So League of Legends Esports, the newly rebranded kind of name encompassing League of Legends Esports. I don't know why they're rebranded, even though it's the same name. But nonetheless, so Riot Games, the developer, has entered a multi-year partnership with Spotify, obviously big DSP, digital streaming platform. To create like a hub for League of Legends. Multi-year deal includes in-game banners and stuff as well. Original content, original podcasts, housing music. Obviously, Worlds is, is kind of as a tradition now around Worlds to create, uh, create and release songs. So it seems like quite a harmonious fit. We'll have to see how things go over the years. But like there's a hub on, on Spotify right now you can check out if you do subscribe to that service. And you can see League of Legends there. It'll house everything from KDA, True Damage, the podcasts that they do at the LEC and, and everything and so forth. So um, it is centered around the three major global events, as is the norm with like global partnerships for League of Legends. So All-Star Event, Mid-Season Invitational and League of Legends World Championship. And next up, we have an ESI exclusive Again, like I think this kind of content does kind of warrant the recognition we got, So, but thank you again. So Ben Simmons, NBA basketballer, you should know him by now. Um, he kind of flirted with FaZe Clan in a sense before, like playing with him, was on a, co a cover with um, like co-founder, co-owner FaZe Temper um, for Slam Magazine, I think it was. He's now officially invested in FaZe Clan uh, as part of like a Series B, which is yet to be finalised and closed. Esports Insider got to break the news and also... I interviewed uh, Simmons to discuss kind of his path and his origin in gaming and esports, why he decided to invest in FaZe Clan, why now is the right time, where he sees it going. So if, if you're interested to hear some words straight from the horse's mouth, um, to deciding why to get into esports in such capacity, then I would advise you to check that out on esportsinsider.com. And next, another celebrity-based kind of investment story, 
though it happened a while ago and it's only just been unveiled according to the company itself. So GG Group, which is owned by Pummel Corp, which owns um, Rivalry, the bookmaker, and Do Not Peak Entertainment, like the broadcast studio by Sir Scoots and, and Jason Baker. So GG Group is the parent company of Chaos Esports Club, used to be Digital Chaos, rebranded, got acquired, uh, has revealed rappers Logic and Pusha T as co-owners. It's said that they've been involved for about two years now and they've only just unveiled it because they're kind of gearing up for the next chapter in its increasingly compelling story and um, pushing for like social justice and, and inclusivity and, and such and so forth. So it's reported that uh, there's a bunch of announcements on the way. We don't know what they are yet, of course. If we did, then there won't really be big announcements. But So Pusha T, Logic... A uh, bevy of other people in the hip-hop world, celebrities and um, and, and stuff like that. Yeah, and entrepreneurs getting involved in, in chaos, only just coming to light now. So obviously they're looking for the publicity. They've got a lot to, to push forward with. And on that note, quickly, they did actually postpone their match, Chaos did, against um, Team Liquid. Uh, ESL granted permission for them to do so, kind of in line with uh, the Black Lives Matter movement that's going on. It's kind of having somewhat of a resurgence. It never really died down, but like it's... It's back at the forefront of everybody's mind once again, which is, of course, a, a good thing as an important movement, important topic. So next off, we'll go to uh, Challenger Mode. So it's an eSports like a competition platform. You go there, you find online tournaments, play against people. Challenger Mode has received a further 12 million investment. So the investment arm of Alibaba, EWTP Innovation Fund, I, I believe led the round, and um, Swedish footballer Zlatan Ibrahimovic, reinvested after getting involved i think in march 2017 he initially invested in challenger mode and telia ventures gp bullhound back in black capital also were involved in the round so another 12 million what they're looking to do now the swedish platform is looking to really break into north america there are of course plenty of tournament platforms out there and, and they're hoping to really break through as as the prominent one um, but i i think they really need to set themselves apart somehow because a lot of the offerings are the same across all of the all the competition so, twelve million dollars isn't a bad way to kind of, you know, like force some change. Like you have some money to experiment and to implement new things and innovate there. So, that's that's the front on challenger mode. Um, and Gen G, also getting involved with um, supporting people who are traditionally, yeah, underrepresented in 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 esports. Quite like really realistically, it's a white male dominated industry, right? Um, and Genji's looking to change that with the Genji Foundation. So Genji, big in Asia, big in North America, has announced a $1 million foundation, a fund to develop the next generation of leaders in gaming and esports. That's the, the phrasing they use in a press release. The fund will be um, used to support women, people of colour, and low-income students that are enrolled in a university or college in the United States. Um $100,000 each year would be committed to 10 students across the next 10 years. Uh, it'll be called Gen 10, the class, and it'll be interesting to see what they do there and how publicised it is. Um, but nonetheless, it's, it's a good gesture, a good move, and I'm sure we'll see more of these kind of initiatives coming from organisations, especially after the stuff that they pledged earlier this year following the kind of outrage that, that came from the George Floyd incident and everything before and after, realistically. And the last story, a very kind of investment and fund heavy recap actually this week is Bitcraft Ventures. Uh, so it's a venture capital fund has raised $165 million. I think it's got like 34 companies in its portfolio at this point. 
uh, some you'll know are PR agencies to the Story Mob, uh, the Esports Observer, Epic Games, Anzu. I'm pretty sure as well. Like um, they're across gaming and esports. I think they're pretty much gaming uh, geared at this point, and obviously esports falls into that. But it's not esports focused by any means. So um, yeah, I believe it was going for 125 million. Uh, it was aiming for it with its original target and and closed way above it. Obviously with 165 mil. So what we'll see from Bitcraft is probably reinvestment and investing more capital into the companies in its portfolio that it's happy with and obviously expanding its footprint as well is it's undoubtedly the biggest venture capital fund in esports and um, it's obviously looking to to keep that title and to to kind of expand its influence and it's it's kind of chokehold almost on the industry furthermore so that's everything for this week the week ending 28th of August. Again, thank you so much for the support of the eSports Awards. If you wish to go support us some more, then you can do so. Very easy to do. We're in the industry category. But nonetheless, we're very gracious for that. We're not really big awards people like that. Well, speaking for myself, I'm not really a big awards person. But um, seeing ESI get the recognition that I feel it deserves has, has been great. Thank you very much for tuning in this week. Hopefully, I've helped break things down a bit. Nice and nice and short and sweet again, under 10 minutes. And I'll catch you next week for another episode of ESI Digest. Thank you very much.